Welcome to another episode of Honoring Hidden Heroes brought to you by MilitaryLuggage.com. The Military Luggage Company provides all branches of the military with the best and most comprehensive selection of bags, packs, and cases for field operations, deployments, travel, and even casual use. We have a very special guest today, the Sheriff of Cumberland County, Sheriff Ennis Wright. And we had the pleasure of speaking to him again. If you are in Fayetteville listening, I hope that you are as blown away as I am by just a class, classy stand-up guy. And earlier this season, we talked with Chief of Police, Chief Braden, who was also doing incredible things in the community. And hopefully, if you're listening to this, you'll know that Fayetteville is in very good hands, and especially for the future. I'd like to welcome to the podcast, Sheriff Ennis Wright. How are you doing, Sheriff Wright? I'm doing fine this morning. Good. We're excited to have you on the show today and hear a little bit about your background and what you are doing in your role. My background, I'm born and raised here in uh, Fairville, North Carolina. Um, I was uh, went to school uh, here. Uh, I went to uh, graduated from Terry Sanford High School. Uh, that was years ago, uh, probably before you thought about, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but I got a small, uh, basketball scholarship to go to a small college, uh, to play basketball. I stayed there for a year or so and, um, ended up leaving, coming back home. Um, you know, I joined the, when I come back home, I joined the military after coming back home. I stayed in the military for 10 years, uh, there. And um, I traveled to Germany a couple of times, uh, you know, uh, back to the States uh, there. Um, and I came upon that midterm, like I said, 10-year mark, uh, where I decided whether I wanted to stay in or come on back home. And so uh, in talking, uh, talking to my wife, telling the family, I decided to get out. It was a scary, you know, it was a scary moment at that time because, you know, you talking about changing careers. I've been doing that, like I say, for 10 years. But I got out and I came back home and uh, kind of law enforcement. And, and like I said, I'm born and raised here. Um, when I came up, uh, there wasn't many folks that looked like me that was in law enforcement as far as a positive role model. For, for you know young folks so I decided I wanted to get into law enforcement to be a positive role model to help folks because uh, my thing is I enjoy helping people that, that's that's me uh, when I you know it's just a good feeling you know I, I tell the folks you know in law enforcement you you know you're not going to get all the thank yous accolades that you you think you, you deserve but you're doing it because it's within you I always say that you know it takes a special person to do this job, you know, and to be law enforcement is calling, uh, to be in law enforcement. And so, um, I came back and did that. I started, uh, in Spring Lake, a small department out there in Spring Lake. I worked there for three and a half years. And, uh, there was only so far you can go out there because being a small department. So I came down to the, the sheriff's office and uh, I just happened to meet Sheriff Butler, who was the sheriff at the time, and asked him about a job and uh, put my application in. And I said about four weeks, he called me, I had a job. And I started out on the road as a patrol officer. And I went from a patrol officer uh, to the motor squad, uh, the motor unit. And went from the motor unit, uh, I was promoted to uh, 
captain, assistant patrol commander. I stayed there, and uh, when the actual patrol commander, the major, retired, uh, sheriff promoted me to major to run that division, which is one of the largest divisions in the sheriff's office. So I ran that division, and um, so, again, uh, the chief deputy uh, retired. Sheriff Butler asked me to be his chief deputy, and I took that position. And again, Sheriff Butler ran again for office. And during his midterm, because it's a four-year term, um, he decided he wanted to go home. And he uh, asked the county manager, the county commissioners, to uh, put me in his position. And all seven of them voted yes. So that was in uh, 2017 and uh, 2018, uh, I was appointed as a sheriff. Uh, here in Cumberland County and been sheriff since then. You know, I had to run twice. So, and the people of Cumberland uh, decided, I guess they said I was doing a good job. So they yes. brought me back in. <laughs> so, so that's how I end up today where I am today. Great. I love how you talk about representation because I think it's so important. In your opinion, why do you think it's important for young people, teenagers, to see someone who looks like them in your position or your role? Because coming up, you know, I say today's time too, you, you want the community and your law enforcement to reflect each other. And it's so important for someone, especially in my position, uh, to be, how can I put it? Uh, you want the folks to be able to trust someone. A lot of times uh, we, we got this bad stigma about law enforcement. I did mm-hmm. too when I was coming up, you know, that we didn't have many folks that minorities in law enforcement. And uh, so now we are getting minorities in law enforcement. And I always encourage young people to get in law enforcement because you can make a difference. Uh, yes, the system is not always going to be fair. I know that, mm-hmm. you know that. And, uh, uh, but you, as a young person, if you get in the system, uh, you can make a difference. I always tell folks when you're standing outside my door or my window and you're protesting and you're yelling, how about get in the game? If you get in the game, you can make a change. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I also think it's really cool how you grew up in Fayetteville, being a part of the community growing up. That's really amazing because I feel like that's what every city wants. They want to have kids grow up uh, in the city and then come back and share their talents and experiences and stay in the city that they grew up in to improve it and make it better. So I love that about you. I was just curious, um, growing up in Fayetteville and then now seeing it through a different lens in your role, what's that like or what are you seeing that's different? There's... There's some difference, you know, because like I I tell people, you know, I always say, you know, I was raised by a single mother. Uh, My Mm -hmm. mother raised five boys, six boys. She raised six of us, you know, and I I tell people we went through the hardships just like anybody else. You know, we we lived in uh, down here. Well, we stay on the dirt road, you know, the uh, low income community down here. And. We was always taught, you know, to strive for the best, you know, just, you know, where you come from, don't dictate where you're going, you know, and that's what I try to instill to these young people, you know, just because you're born in that situation don't mean that it dictates what your life is going to be about. It's what you want inside. So I always say, 
when I used to go to uh, calls, uh, working the road, and folks would say, well, you don't understand. I'm at a domestic. Well, you got the kids here. Yes, I do understand. I've been there. I've, I've been there. You know, so that's why I can relate. I relate to what's going on in the uh, community with folks here because I tell people, Sheriff Wright didn't wake up this morning and was in this uniform. It took time, you know, it's a life experiences. You know, I, I, like I said, I went to Germany, went to different, different states, but I brought that experience back here, uh, with me because as a sheriff, as any law enforcement uh, personnel, you have to have compassion for people. Uh, if you don't have compassion for people, you can't do this job. You can't do it. Exactly. And I know you talk a lot about just having conversations with young people and youth. What is your work with children and in the schools in the area like? What kind of initiatives do you do or things that do you do with youth? Well, we, we do a lot. Okay. Uh, one program that we do, we do the shop with the sheriff, uh, program. I, I love that. That's the program where we take a hundred, uh, about 150 kids, uh, during Christmas time, underprivileged kids. And we spend $200 a piece on each one of those kids, take them. And, and it's such a joyful experience when you deal with them because some of those kids wouldn't have get the things that they get. If we didn't participate with them, uh, we do a summer camp, uh, with the kids. Uh, we take, we try to, uh, we have about a hundred of those, or we do take them to summer camp so that they can see and relate to the, the deputies that deputies are just like them, ordinary people. Mm-hmm. They deputies have family. They just get up and do a job. Yeah. Uh, we go out to, I love to go out and talk to young folks. We go out and do a lot of that. We go to, uh, like this summer, we've been doing a lot of the, uh, going to these Bible schools, you know, they have uh, schools for the kids, enjoy talking so they can get to see and relate to a law enforcement officer. Hey, they're just like us. You know, we just have a job. And and my main thing is that I want them to feel free to come up and talk to law enforcement. You know, don't shy away from law enforcement. Uh, We're here for you. Uh, And I would say, uh, yes, there's some bad apples uh, in law enforcement, that's that's like in any any occupation, you know. But majority of them are good. Honoring Hidden Heroes is brought to you by www.militaryluggage.com. If you're a new listener and wondering what Military Luggage Company does, we supply tough, rugged, and functional gear for all branches of the military and first responders. For our listeners right now, we are offering 10% off your entire order. Enter HHH in the coupon section when you're checking out. Again, for all listeners, if you enter HHH in the coupon code during checkout, you'll receive 10% off your entire order. I'm glad you put it like that because there's bad apples and everything, um, but there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good, too. So you have obviously a lot of a lot of pull in your role, and I guess what are some changes you'd like to see in Fayetteville, or some of your biggest goals in your role? Well, right now the biggest the biggest goal that I have right now, like anyone else in law enforcement, as a head of agency, uh, I need more people to come into law enforcement. You know. Ever since the Floyd incident, you know, the pandemic, uh, we have lost that. Uh, 
uh, that drive for young people to come in law enforcement. You know, we used to have them line up at the door. We don't have that anymore you know, uh, there. So my goal here is to continue trying to recruit and retain good people in law enforcement. I don't want everybody. Everybody can't be <laughs> in law enforcement. I need the good folks in law enforcement. And what are some ways you're trying to do that besides just being around youth and young people? Are there any other? Well, well, we do a lot. We go to, we, my recruiters and I, uh, we go to a lot of the colleges. We go around. We have the job fairs. Uh, we got in the community. You know, we do the community watches uh, that we, we go to. So we constantly uh, come up with different things that, that we do. Uh, matter of fact, this Saturday, we, we're reaching out to the community. We're doing a, a backpack giveaway uh, to the kids in the community. So we're, we're doing that. So And the recruiters be out there. But we, we reach, it's just that we come up with different ideas. You know, you have to go outside that box to try to recruit. Yeah. So going along with that, if someone was listening and was maybe interested in going into law enforcement, what are your day-to-day responsibilities and what is your actual kind of description of what, what you're doing each and every day? <laughs> Which is different. Well, but. Law enforcement. <laughs> well, it's always a different day yeah. when, you, when you get in law enforcement. You know, you wake up in the morning, and you, just like everybody else, you go through your routine, uh, and you, you come out on patrol. You, you, you do your little briefing, uh, then you got on patrol, you patrol your, your zone. Um, then, you know, you get out with the people, talk to the people uh, there. And, and you know, it's a different, it's different every day. But as I say again, law enforcement, you have to have compassion mm-hmm. for folks. You know, uh, law enforcement, uh, a lot of times you don't go into the best situations. So you have to be able to handle those situations, de-escalate those situations. Uh, we in law enforcement now, we, we wear so many hats now. Uh, in law enforcement and uh, everybody expects for you know us when you come to a call they expect for you to handle that call you know in all these situations so the thing like I say I don't need the smartest person you know you you don't have to be a Mm -hmm. brainiac to be law enforcement you just have to use a lot of common sense compassion uh, when dealing with people in in law enforcement you know because I always tell folks and tell these, these deputies that could be your family member that you're dealing with. You know, we all have somewhere, somewhere in your family where you have to deal with situations uh, uh, that you go out and deal with every day. So, you know, you just, it's one of these things, law enforcement, you got to be able to do that job. You got to be able to walk away and just block it out, put something else there. You got to be compassionate. Uh, You got to just show it uh, uh, in this job. And, and it's got to be a calling mm-hmm. to you to do this job. You know, some people always say, you know, uh, everybody can't be the, the police. Some people have to call the police. And, uh, you know, we, we go through applications. Um, we may go through 500 applications and you might come out with a hundred applications, you know, after you get through uh, going through that. Yeah. Um, and kind of going along with, with that. I feel like sometimes law enforcement, it's hard to see them as people and humanize, <laughs> humanize them. So I'm just kind of curious about you. What, what's, what are some things you like to do? What are, what are, you know, your interests, your hobbies outside of your career? 
Well, well, my hobbies are I get up in the morning, uh, do my workout. <laughs> I, I love to do that. Um, other hobbies is that I love old cars. I like working on old cars. Uh, and, and I enjoy talking to people. I, uh, you know, uh, I've never been one of those that you can never talk to. If you talk to me today, I'm the same way tomorrow because I like to tell people I'm no better than anyone else. I just have a job to do. That's what I do. I just do my job, but I'm a person. I have family just like everybody else. Um, I just love helping people. It, it makes you feel good when you can help someone uh, here. And like I said, being the sheriff, uh, you wear a lot of hats, a lot of hats, because every day somebody has something different coming at you besides just running the day-to-day operation. You deal with the civilians. You deal with the government over there, with the commissioners and all that. But um you have to, I always tell folks, you have to have an outlet. And my outlet, like I say, is get up in the morning, do my workout, come on in here, see what's going on in the sheriff's office. And and we that's the way we operate. Uh, but it's a job that you got to want to do. You got to want to do it. Yeah, you said everyone kind of needs an outlet. Is there anything you do to increase the camaraderie among your deputies? Right. Well, well, here at the sheriff, at Cumming County Sheriff's Office, we always say that we yeah. are family here, you know. And, and I always say to them now, remember, we're family, but at the same time, you know, when, when you, your mom loves you, <laughs> but at the same time, moms are disciplining you, see. So, but we're family here. We reach it. We do a lot of things together, uh, here in the agency to bring everybody together. Um, and which is good because, like I tell we try to create, uh, less stress for you because this job is a stressful mm-hmm. job. You know, so why should I put most stress on you on the inside, you know, when you're dealing with it on the outside uh, there? But we, we have a lot of uh, things that we get together, uh, bring these young folks. Go. There's a difference. Uh, you, you know, like I say, I'm from the old school. Let's see. So now you have to change up a lot because a lot of these different, these young folks are a lot, of, lot different than, than we were. Okay. So in which, in, the thing is that they're smarter. Okay, they know how to work these computers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, boy, they know how to do that. But at the same time, we have to teach them how to talk to people. You got to know how to talk to people in, in this job. Yeah. And then just lastly, I know working, when I used to work in Fayetteville, we worked a little bit with the Fayetteville Police Foundation, um, which is a great, they're, you know, they're so active on social media and they do a lot of really great things. Are you working hand in hand with them? So all the initiatives are kind of together or are they separate? Well, Fayetteville has their own thing, but we all, we work together. You know, they, they do, they have like, they have their organizations, we have ours. But, uh, for us working together, myself and the chief, uh, we work together. You know, our job is to take care of the citizens. Mm -hmm. You know, I I tell, we, we always joke, uh, I tell them, well, my ace is no better than yours, yours (laughs) is no better than mine. But we work together because when, when things, one thing I say about Fayetteville, I always say, when there's a disaster or something happens, people, we come together. Mm-hmm. We, we put whatever poly, you know, whatever, you know, affiliation you have, it goes out to one. Everybody comes together and we work together to take care of the citizens. Exactly. Here. Well, is there anything that you think is important for listeners to know, or maybe if someone in the community of Fayetteville is listening right now, what would you like to say to them? 
Well, I just want them to know that the, the sheriff office is here. Sheriff Wright is here. Um, that we're here for the citizens. Um, yes, uh, I want them to know that we need some good folks to come into law enforcement. Young people, <laughs> come in law enforcement. Okay? It's not going nowhere. We need good people. Um to get in, uh, to come in this uh, profession. But at the same time, I want you to know that we're here to treat each citizen here in Fairville. We're here to treat you fair here, treat you with respect here. You know, and I always say, if you think one of my deputies have not respected you or treated disrespect, come down to the sheriff's office. You know, we, we have avenues for you to file a complaint. Uh, you know, like I said, my door is always open. You know, I, citizens put me in. In office, I don't have the, I don't answer to the county manager. I answer to the mm-hmm. citizens. So, I, so feel free anytime to call down here, come down here, and talk to us. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, we just really appreciate your time today. I think Cumberland County is in really great hands with you as one of the prominent leaders. I just really appreciate your advice and telling people that you can do anything regardless of the situation you came came from. And you seem like a really good role model for Cumberland County. So thank you so much for all that you do. And thank you. You have a good evening. Good day, too. Thanks again to Sheriff Wright and Lieutenant Bogarty for just their time and helping us coordinate this interview. I think it was an amazing insight on Sheriff Wright's role, also his background and where he came from and showing that you can really do anything no matter what situation. And you can break barriers as well. I know um, Lieutenant Bogarty, who is an assistant to Sheriff Wright. She let me know that Sheriff Wright is the first African-American in his role in Fayetteville and Cumberland County. So just an incredible man. And I honestly can't imagine having a job like his and being in law law enforcement. So hats up to just everyone who is a first responder in law enforcement, military, doing what you do for all of us. I hope that everyone listening today just really had a good experience listening to Sheriff Wright and can take away something today and just know that no matter what the situation, you can help anyone and you can do anything you set your mind to. So we look forward to seeing you next month and we'll chat then.